Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. We'll get some golf bets coming up from Hawaii in 20 minutes with our pal Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. We'll give you our bets for tonight in the NBA and the National Hockey League 40 minutes from now to close the show. Uh, we will continue our handicap of Super Wild Card Weekend later this segment. We'll talk Monday Night Football with the Eagles and the Buccaneers in Tampa. We're like, is this, the Eagles really going to lose this game? We're going to see Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles in the final four of the NFC. Do we think the Eagles can kind of like snap their fingers and revert back to at least like a slightly above average team? If that's the case, I think they're going to win. Fascinating handicap coming up on Monday night with the Eagles and the Buccaneers. But, We've been promising all show that to start the power hour, we give you our bets for the national championship game. We'll do that in just a second. We'll drop the dope ass beat. We'll give you the side of the total. We'll give you our prop plays. Tyler Morales will join us. But Ken, it's a little bittersweet, right, to come to the end of the college football season. And I'm pumped for this game tonight. And when it's over, it's going to be, uh, oh, man. Like, it's actually it feels like tonight's like the unofficial, like, beginning of the end of football season now. Sure. Yeah, kind of like uh, yesterday and then today, where it's like NFL regular season over and college football, like the entire thing is done. And uh, and we the, the long offseason, nothing's longer than the college football offseason. I mean, it's just it's the season's here and then it's done before you know it, even with a long wait until the the championship game. Yeah, like I, I'm uh, I'm really nervous for tonight, honestly. Like I just, you know, I think everybody knows I bet a lot of money on Michigan to win the title and they're five and a half in the title game. Like it's just uh, we're there. And it looks like it's it could go really well, and you just you just never know. Like I, it's, it's it'll be funny. I was thinking about this yesterday. Like if they win, 
um, I'm sure a lot of people and feel free to do this because it'll make me feel good would you know be like oh like Ken's awesome you told us about it all year and like look what happened like it like had to go this way and just like you know it's just I hate to tell you I just it's just probability like I I think they're I think they're more likely to win but they don't have to win you know like we we bet Stefanski minus a thousand and you got the crazy outcome the other way we bet this Maybe this one goes our way. Maybe it doesn't and we get the crazy outcome. And then the next one, it'll be the same thing. And the next one, it'll be the same thing. Try to stack these up as much as we can. Um, excited, pretty nervous, because I I really respect Washington like as an opponent to play Michigan. And I think they're very good. And I, I think they're the best coach team. And I think their quarterback's awesome and and they scare me to death. So, you know, I'll be I'll be rooting for Michigan tremendously when I watch the game. Really want to cash these futures tickets. Um, have set up a little bit of a hedge uh, in terms of just trying to wait as long as possible here and take the points with Washington, hoping for six and uh, try to get like middle the future as much as possible. But, uh, but yeah, like a really, it's going to be a really nerve wracking night, but a, a fun night. And look, I mean, I could have bet Georgia and tonight would have been totally different and sucked. So, you know, like this is where you want to be. You want to be holding the ticket on the team that's favored to win. I'm still really upset about this, the Kevin Stefanski coach of the year thing. I'm still pretty, pretty I don't think I it's, think it's gonna be one that's gonna... for what it's worth. I don't like, I, I think he is the way I would view we're less it than is 50 like, though. Right. I think we're less than 50%. Oh yeah. Like, division, I, I think if, it, if it's, I, it's still probability because the ballots haven't literally haven't been filled out yet. They're due on Wednesday. Uh, I think Ryan's is more than 50% to win. There's only two coaches who can win. And I think Ryan's is more than 50% to win. Um, but a couple questions would be like, it doesn't have to be Stefanski and Ryan's or Ryan's and Stefanski in that order on everyone's ballot. A, a few people are going to like McVeigh. A few people are going to like John Harbaugh. A few people are going to like Dan Campbell. And what do those voters do? D does one of the two of them, this doesn't have to work in Stefanski's favor, by the way, it can work in Ryan's favor. Does one of them get left off? Like, does one of them get put in third? Like, it doesn't, you don't have to have the most firsts to win, but you do have to be close. You have to be close to the, the highest number of firsts. That's interesting. Just got to wait to see how it plays out. It's uh, it's frustrating to even be in the spot, though, to be fair, to be minus a thousand with one week to play and then feel like you have no chance. That's pretty crazy. In a, even in an award market where things change fast. And then in, in comeback, I, I think the same thing. Um, I, I don't, I think Hamlin's more than 50% to win, but like, I think I had a good feel for what 20 to 25 of the 50 voters were going to do. And it did no way created like a, a blowout win or even close. It actually made things interesting, but Hamlin was ahead. So you got to see kind of, do those voters all stick to what they said? Did they change their mind? And what did the other 25 do? It made me laugh at the start of the show when you were like, I, I like logging into the sports book and no longer seeing the award markets up. Just like, hey, yeah, get, get these, like, get these away now. from me for right I, now. I'm done. Yeah, I'm just good. I'm just really good. All right, well, let's 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 be good here. Let's win some money tonight on the national championship game in college football. Uh, I, I, I think we're going to, and I think it's going to be really awesome. Our pal Tyler Morales will join us in a second. Tyler is always in the hashtag in the lab cooking up some bets. So let's get to it right now. Bets for Michigan and Washington. Jake the Snake, kindly drop the dope-ass beat. Our show sponsor is BetMGM. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, and BetMGM is giving you, dear listener and dear viewer, the chance to earn a bigger payout. You know what I like? Payouts. Do you know what I wish? They were bigger. BetMGM's making it happen for you tonight. 
All you've got to do, log into your BetMGM Sportsbook account, and you'll receive a 50% profit boost token for the national championship game tonight. Choose your bet. Like, choose your fighter. Choose your bet. Apply that boost and see your odds increase. It all happens in real time. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And in all seriousness, like the game kicks off in like 90 minutes, uh, you should do this sooner rather than later. Get that 50% profit boost token for Michigan and Washington in the national championship game, courtesy of our show sponsor, our friends, the great people at the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. All right, Ken, Michigan and Washington. We'll see if Michigan gets it home for you. The Wolverines right now, about a five-point favorite at, at uh, Ben MGM, at least. And tell me if you're seeing something at some other sports books. But about a five-point favorite in between five and five and a half. Total, like 56, 56 and a half. Michigan minus 225 on the money line. The Huskies plus 185 to bring home the Natty uh, with Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix. Uh, Tyler Morales is with us. Hello, Tyler. Hello. It is so always always great to have Tyler with us at his microphone. Uh, Tyler will give us a bunch of props for the game coming up momentarily. Now Ken's going to give us his bets, side and total, in his analysis. Obviously, Ken has Michigan for a lot. Talked about it all season in all the Lockmas segments. So Ken like needs Michigan to win the game. So Ken, you can kind of give us your your bets as someone who has Michigan futures, and then kindly please. If you had no prior position here, kind of like, what what, what would you want to do in the game? So give us all your bets, your analysis, please, for the Natty with Michigan and Washington. Yeah, all, all I'm looking to do uh, with holding the Michigan futures, honestly, like I could bet Washington money line and just guarantee profit. Um, I'd rather be a little riskier than that. And uh, I'm really hoping the market goes to six and I'll bet some Washington plus six for like a pretty good amount. Not like some, not like the amount that I would win on Michigan or something, but um, and like a good amount. And, uh, and that would be my preferred side in the game if that was the number. Uh, Washington has been the close game team all year. Um, part of it is just they're incredibly well coached. We saw Saban, saw Saban in the Alabama game make a ton of adjustments. Michigan had no answer. Like DeBoer is going to get, you know, stumped here in terms of what to do. Uh, could see Michigan getting out to a lead and Washington kind of rallying furiously or at least staying within the number. Um, that's kind of my most likely way the game plays out. The two things that I'm like the most curious about here. So if I if I had no bet on the game at six, I would definitely bet Washington at five and a half. Like I like Washington a little bit. Just you know, is Michigan going to be the team that breaks the streak where Washington? Now, first of all, they don't lose. But they also just play very close games against every team, and they're able to keep it close because they're really dynamic passing attack. I don't know if Michigan can totally thwart that, uh, even if they can maybe limit it to some degree with their really outstanding secondary. So we'll see. Um, like Washington a little bit in the game, six, I think would, would be an okay bet. Uh, I like the over in the game and I like it a lot of 55 and a half. There are 56 is on the board Two two kind of unanswered questions. There are two like really interesting kind of fascinating issues in this game that I think could lead to scoring. Uh, the first is Washington allows no sacks and no pressures. It's been the story of their season. Can Michigan be the first team that does that? My best guess is no, that if we haven't seen it yet, it's going to require blitzing in order to get home on Penix, who I think is going to be able to improvise and generate a lot of explosive pass plays if Michigan doesn't get home. And they got home against Milrow a lot, and he was really flummoxed a lot. Penix is just kind of different, man. And uh, I'm, I'm skeptical Michigan can do that. They're very creative. They're very good defensively. Not sure they can do that. Um, I'm not sure they can totally stop this thing this thing being Washington's offense, which is the best in the country. Um, just like maybe you can limit it. I don't know if you can stop it. And I think there's going to be explosives on that side. Okay. If that's true, 
uh, Washington hasn't played an opponent this year that's been able to run the ball steadily against them because every opponent Washington plays gets down like 21 right out of the gate and they just can't run them. Oregon plays this team. Oregon gets down 10. They run the ball like 11 times in the game. Spoiler alert, Michigan's going to be down in the game. They don't care at all. Line up, go. Here's Blake Corm for a billion. I don't think Washington can hold up against the run at all. And I don't think any team has even asked that question so far this year because Washington just explosives down the field, get up, make the team pass to beat you, and they can't because you're too good. That's not this game. Uh, I would, wouldn't be surprised if Michigan got off to a really good start. They're going to work the run game in this because that's their thing. And Washington can't get them out of that, at least not for a while. I like Corum's over. I don't like Donovan Edwards over because they've been floating in like a third running back and using him a little bit against Alabama. But like, I, I think Corum has the chance to have a monster game. Uh, teams have had explosive runs against Washington. They just haven't run it a lot. And Michigan's not going to get out of that. They just There's not, unless they play as horribly on turnovers as they did earlier uh, against Alabama. So I, I like both teams to have success doing what they're really good at, I guess is the point. And uh, to me, that leads to an over. Would expect a lot as touchdowns, not a lot of red zone resistance, honestly. And uh, and so over Washington, I think, can keep the game close and, and you're getting a, a reasonable price. Now six is better. And uh, and yeah, for Michigan prop-wise, like I, I think Coram's just an absolute monster in this game. All right, so Ken giving us side, giving us total, giving us prop bets for the national championship game. Uh, I'm going to tail Ken and Tyler on their props. Uh, I like the over in the game because Ken made a really impassioned case for it. makes a lot of sense to me. As far as the side goes for, for this game, I'll tell you, man. I look at Washington, NFL quarterback, maybe the next quarterback of my favorite football team. Love me some Michael Penix. Three NFL wide receivers, including two that are probably going to go in the first round. How, I, I think this Washington offense would literally score points on the Washington Commanders defense. I'm not saying they would that Washington would beat them in the game. Also, like Washington, uh, this Washington College better quarterback than Washington NFL. Penix over Howell. Washington's going to be able to score here, uh, and I love the idea of, again, NFL quarterback and NFL wide receivers to fall inside a point spread like this. So I don't know if Washington's going to win the game. I hope Michigan wins the game. So Ken Cash is his future and all the people on the show that bet it. I will root for Michigan to win the football game tonight. But with Michael Penix on one side, I'm going to take Washington to cover and I'm going to wait for the last possible second because on the other sideline, you're going to have Jimmy Harbaugh, with his, with his, like, grandma's glasses looking absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's going to be thinking about the game tonight. You know what else he's thinking about? What's the weather like in Las Vegas? How about that weather in Southern California? Because this dude's going to be the next head coach of either the L.A. Chargers or the Las Vegas Raiders. That this, yeah, you think he's thinking about the game tonight? Of course he is. Also, he's out of there after this game. Meanwhile, Kalen DeBoer, by all accounts, a lot of smart people I know, tell me that this guy's the next big thing. Shout out to Brock Lesnar on the college football level as far as a head coach is concerned. Washington to cover the spread. I hope Michigan wins the game. Get it home for Ken and for all our listeners and viewers. Over the total, Blake Corum over because Ken likes it. And now let's find out what our pal Tyler Morales likes for the props. And I'll bet those as well as we will spray the board here on a national championship Monday night. Hello, Tyler. What are the prop bets for tonight? 
Uh, this is funny because we didn't talk about this before the, the, the segment at all, really. I like Washington in the over two. The reasons you guys said it. So I think they're correlated. I don't think Washington covers in this game ever goes under. The props, I think, are interesting. So I took Penix over four and a half rushing and his passing yards over. I kind of think they're just going to live and die with this guy. Even if they're up, like against Texas, they were winning. They didn't commit to the run. They kept throwing it because they wanted the ball in his hands. I think I, as, long as, as long as this game is at least close, I think they're going to keep throwing it and let him, let him toss it around. One of the least sacked quarterbacks in college football, too. I'm not worried about him getting sacked that much, but you lose rushing yards on sacks, so I have to point it out. I bet this last game, Roman Wilson over 47 and a half yards, too, for Michigan. He's their big play guy, 17 yards a catch. When there's an explosive play downfield, I think there's going to be a ton of them for both sides. Roman Wilson over 47 and a half, I think, is a great bet. And three anytime touchdowns in a game, which I think for Michigan, like anybody could score. Have like so for Michigan, let's go so- for this because yeah. we're, we're running up against the break. So give it to us quickly here. Samaj Morgan, seven to one. Alex Orgy, the backup quarterback, 10 to one. And Jeremy Bernard for Washington, seven to one, because he might get some running back snaps if Johnson's a little held out. Give it to us one more time, Tyler, for the listeners and viewers. Jeremy Bernard, Alex Orgy, 10 to one. And Samaj Morgan, seven to one. I'm a big fan of the orgy bet at ten to one. Absolutely love it. So Tyler with a bunch of any kind of touchdowns. Yeah. I almost they're I, definitely I, they I, definitely I, have design packages for him. Like he's actually gonna we, score, I think. Yeah. We we, we yeah. literally we saw it last week in the national semifinal. Right. On the other side, we'll give you golf bets coming up for the weekend and we'll handicap the Eagles and the Bucks. Nick and Ken, you better you bet. We'll be right back with you better you bet, presented by Bet MGM. <laughs> on the Bet QL network. We will get to our handicap for the Eagles and the Buccaneers to wrap up P-Squared, B-Squared for Super Wild Card Weekend. Ken and I will be off tomorrow and Wednesday in advance of us doing shows on Saturday and Sunday morning for the NFL postseason. So we will, of course, revisit all the games coming up on Thursday and Friday later this week. Uh, We just gave you our bets for the national championship game. We'll go over them again coming up next segment. Anytime touchdowns, yardage props, side and total for Michigan and Washington and the Natty. I was pleasantly surprised to learn that the uh, kickoff of this game tonight is not like 9.48 p.m. Eastern time. It'll kick off in the 7 o'clock hour Eastern time. What a treat for those of us on the East Coast. Uh, absolutely love it. Next segment, we'll give you all our bets for tonight in the NBA and the NHL as well. But since we're off the next couple days, we had to bring you some golf bets coming up for this week. And in order to do that, to talk the Sony Open in Hawaii, there's only one person that we could really have on the show. And that is our friend, our serious XM teammate, the great, the always, I guess like always tan, the great Jason Sobel joins us here on the show. Sirius XM PGA Tour radio host, also writer for our friends over at the Action Network. You can follow him on Twitter, which you should do. He supports us. He's on the show all the time. Hit him up on Twitter. Check out all his work at Jason Sobel T-A-N. And also like big time college football handicapper. I guess we'll find out in moments what he likes tonight for Michigan and Washington. Jason, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Yeah, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good. I just woke up. I took a little nap after my show. I get to say good morning after that. Good evening, guys. Uh, yeah, I, as I told you in the break before uh, coming on here, trying to figure out who I like tonight. I, I need some help on this one. Uh, this feels like one of those games where if it was a 100-game college football Saturday, I would completely stay away, don't have a great lean, and I'd go with a bunch of other games. There's no other games on, so, of course, we kind of have to bet it, don't we? 
Yeah, and some of us have like Michigan yes. to win like a billion dollars in the futures market and, and need to get this mm. one home, Jason. If you have no rooting interest in the game, I'd appreciate you crossing your fingers and toes for Michigan money line, let's say, to at least get home. Maybe Washington covers the number. Maybe they don't. We'll see. Uh, for what it's worth, Washington getting bet a little bit right now in the market. A lot of the five and a halfs have gone to five. Kind of an interesting push and pull uh, going on right now there. So we'll see. See, it's an hour and 20 minutes away, and uh, and I'm going to like throw up somewhere. Uh, let's do golf. Jason, I had a little <laughs> earlier in the week. Normally we have you on and it's like, I feel like the hay is in the barn and the work is done. Like, look, it's, it's Monday. Like we're only just starting to kind of like dig our, our, uh, or dip our toes in and, and figure out what we want to bet here. Just kind of like your first pass at the Sony open market. As you kind of look at some of the favorites, some guys you might want to bet, like who tends to play well here, anything you can offer us early in the week uh, to help us out here. Yeah. So I will say, Ken, in general terms, I know a lot of people, even if you bet golf, on Monday afternoon, right now, you're sitting here saying, look, let me get through. We've had Monday night football, of course, for the last four months, and we've got a championship game tonight in college. Let me get past everything else. On Tuesday, I'll start doing my research. On Wednesday, I'll make my bets for the week starting on Thursday. Look, it's not a bad idea. Like every other sport, the lines are going to move. Uh, numbers are going to change around. So if you know what you're going to like in golf, there's certainly a benefit to betting on Monday as soon as those prices come out because things change and things change pretty quickly in the world of golf. A few names that I like this week for the Sony Open. And again, this is the first full field event. They'll be on the island of Oahu at Wailai Country Club. Yes, it's still Hawaii. No, it really has nothing to do with last week's event at Kapalua other than the fact that I always like betting the players that were there at Kapalua last week because essentially – uh, at the best, you've uh, got some new clubs in the bag and just gotten some cobwebs out and been able to play some competitive golf for four days. If nothing else, you've figured out the time zones, your body clock. You've uh, done the whole sit at the beach with you, dig your, your toes in the sand and have a Mai Tai, and you, you've kind of gotten back to business. So uh, there is, uh, up until last year, guys, there was a very definitive trend of those players who played Kapalua playing much better at the Sony Open the very next week. That didn't hold true last year, but I'm going to go back to it. My favorite play on the board is indeed a guy who played last week, and that's Corey Connors. He's got four straight finishes of 12th or better at the Sony Open. Really good ball striker. The ball striking numbers, once again last week, were very good. I mentioned that name to you guys last week, but I always sort of had him in the back of my mind that I'd like him more for this one than that one. I'll give you a few other names. JT Poston, who's trading right around 35, 40 to 1, depending on your book right now. I'll give you Billy Horschel, just because his number is much too large right now. He's a guy at 80 to 1, maybe 75 to 1 in some books that, uh, look, he didn't have a great year last year, but he still finished top 20 in five of his last seven starts. Wouldn't surprise me to see him pick up a win, and a win at a very big number could be very profitable for some of us this week. All right, so, so Jason gave us a lot of good stuff there. A couple guys that he likes to win, including like a big long shot in Billy Horschel. So I was going to say like, hey, give us a long shot. Well, he gave us Billy Horschel already. So let's talk about the guys at the top of the board here and whether it's in head-to-head matchups for the people out there, the hashtag sickos that play golf DFS and like I, I, I in like an alternate universe, I feel like I'm like a, like a diehard like golf DFS player. Not in this one, but I feel like in some universe I am. Like Aberg, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Henley, Harmon. Like, are you looking to fade any of these guys? You think all these guys are going to play poorly? Like, how do you see the top of the board shaking out this week? 
I don't know if it's a full fade on the top three on the board. Uh, they all played last week, so they fit that parameter that I'm looking for. But Ludwig Ober probably works better on a golf course where his driver isn't neutralized, where he can use it as an advantage. And that's just not this golf course. I bet he has driver in his hands on only three or four of the driving holes. And so uh, I don't like the fact that he's being neutralized. Terrell Hatton played really well this past weekend. He was up there. I, I could see him playing well at Wileye. But again, for him, for Fitzpatrick, no real course history, no real sense that this place should uh, jump out as a, a place where you're really going to like them. I'll, I'll save those guys and pick them another spot. So as far as a full fade for me, not real. It's not as if I'm like, oh, I hate those guys this week, but I won't have an investment in any of those top three on the board. And for matchups for other places where if you can get a Harmon, a Henley, a couple of names you mentioned right behind them on the board at plus money against any of those guys, I, I'd probably take it this week. Jason, uh, Rory and Tommy Fleetwood are in Dubai. Well, the PGA has got their full field event going. It's kind of like a, I guess like smaller event is what I would be using. Do you, do you ever try to like handicap these things? I don't, I don't even know. Like, I think this is like a DP world tour thing or whatever. I don't know what it this is. stuff is, but like, is it, is this one of those events where they like pay a ton of money for these guys to go to Dubai and like play golf? Is it like one of those things? Like, do you, do you ever like dip your toe in on this stuff? Like, is it, do things get weird in these tournaments? Like, how does it usually work? Yeah, no, I will. Look, it's a DP World Tour event, so it's a, a legit official event. It, I, I mean, Ken, honestly, it depends on how much time I have and how much I want to get into it. I really – I hate handicap like half-handicapping an event where I go, you sure. know what? haven't looked at the Dubai Invitational very much, but I don't know. You guys should take Tommy Fleetwood. I, I don't like doing that just because I'm flying blind a little bit. If I'm going to give out information, I want to give out information that – I've researched and I studied and that I feel somewhat confident in going into the week. So uh, again, I, it's probably more of a, yeah, I'll play a little bit just to have something just so I can watch it and pay attention to it. But I, I don't really want to give out too much information without doing the research myself. So it's like, if I'm sitting around tomorrow on a Tuesday and I don't have that much else going on, it's like, Hey, let's dive into this thing. Let's try to figure it out a little bit, but I, I'll probably leave it for those who, cover the DP world tour full time instead of myself. Yeah, but what's your but what's your best bet for the event? Well what's the Tommy Fleetwood, top five. Jason Sobel on Tommy Fleetwood. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday. Our guest is Jason Sobel from the Action Network Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio on uh Twitter at Jason Sobel TAN. My friend, let's let's close with this because you gave us like a lot of great stuff on the uh, on the Sony. I know you were asking us for our thoughts on the Natty. If you had to bet the game, what do you want to do? And totally okay if the answer to this question is no, but I know that you are hashtag one of us and that I think like you like to bet basically everything. Do you yes. have like a favorite early NFL bet coming up for Super Wild Card Weekend? So like anything on the Natty tonight that you like that you think you'll bet or anything coming up Super Wild Card Weekend to close the interview? Yeah, so tonight I'm going to try to talk myself into something right here because... I believe that Michigan wins. I believe that five and a half is too big of a number. I, I'm trying to find something obviously in the middle there, which I, I guess that means I'm going to take Washington. I also think that if you're looking to play some sort of narrative, it's either Michigan and the under. You think Michigan controls the game and slows it down a little bit, or it's Washington and the over. Penix just throws all over the place, and Washington has to keep up with them. 
So I don't know that I'd go Washington in the over. It's probably wa- or uh, excuse me, Michigan in the over. It's probably Washington and the over for me. But again, I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. I got about another hour. And as far as next weekend, I, I know it's a big number right now. But boy, the the Steelers without T.J. Watt, I assume he's hurt. I, I don't think he's playing. If they're going into Buffalo without him, uh, the Bills should be uh, worthy of that big number they're hanging on him and should beat them up pretty good. All right, so not only do we get bets for the Sony, we got the Jason, and Jason said this, that his lock of the millennium is Tony's, uh, yeah. his Fleetwood top five coming up at the Dubai. I'm kidding. Yep. He didn't say sure. that. Sure, I bet there's an Addy tonight. Rangers. Canucks Rangers tonight. What do you like? <laughs> God, does it go like, I, I usually don't does it go like 94 did or no? Completely done. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go Rangers. It sounds like a big favorite tonight. Well, I, I I'd say like well like like a Rangers to stop a Canucks penalty shot would be my best bet. Shout out to Mike Richter and Pavel Bure. Uh Jason's the best. Jason Sobel T A N on Twitter, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, and the Action Network. My friend, best of luck with the bed. Stay well. Keep that tan. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, boys. Good luck tonight. Jason Sobel joining us here on the show. You know, I I always think like, and God bless. I wish I were tan. Whenever I see someone in the winter and they're tan, I'm just like, a like, do you go tanning? Not a judgment. I feel like I want to go. I'm I'm so like ghastly pale white. I feel like you're uh you're like disgusted with yourself, right? Like you want to be so much tanner than you are. Yeah, I just I love I just I really I really like warm weather. Like yeah. I don't know why I, I know why I live here because like my family and like my wife are here. Like, that's why I'm <laughs> so here. Why do I live here? I don't even know why. So, yeah. Well, you know hmm. the people, all the people I love are here for the most part. Uh, I otherwise like I get why do like if you're not like held down to like cold weather cities by family job and you have the opportunity like to work and live somewhere else, like why? But I I don't. I, that's just me. People. Some people like the cold. I just I can't. I can't. Yeah. Some people. Some people like taxes. Right. People, I just, this is, I mean, you're, you want to be where the action is. I love giving money to people. It's great. So. Well, I like giving money to some people, not, not necessarily the government here. Correct. There's like half of my Uncle paycheck Sam. every two weeks. It's right. great. Yeah. yeah. That jerk, that deadbeat. Um, okay. Also, I love my country. Uh, you want to do a chart the Eagles bucks here? Yeah. USA. USA. Yeah. Let's do it. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Jake, bring the music back up here. I I think this is the most interesting game of the entire weekend. I don't know if it's Might the one be. like I'm most excited to watch. How about this? I it's think definitely it's not the that. most. It's definitely no, not the game I'm the most it excited to watch. It's not even close. It's probably number six. Right. Um, I think it's the most interesting handicap because it could legitimately go in a bunch of different directions. Like I don't know if anyone's coming out and saying, I think the Steelers are blowing out the Bills. I guess people could say that. You'd just be like, you know, in a straitjacket in a padded room, probably. But I think you could realistically make the case for Tampa to win close, Tampa to win by margin, Philly to win close, Philly to win by margin. Like, a lot of outcomes, I think, are possible in this game. Low scoring, high scoring. So the point spread in total can currently at BetMGM, our show sponsor, the Eagles in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point favorite. So, uh, unfortunately, by virtue of the Eagles getting slammed on Sunday by my Giants, we will not get the chance to bet, at least early in the week. Uh, Tampa plus three-and-a-half. It is Eagles two-and-a-half minus 120, almost three. Total in the game is uh, is 44. So we can start our analysis here. We'll carry it over into the final segment. Uh, initial handicap, please. 
Eagles and Buccaneers. Uh, a playoff rivalry renewed. We saw this a couple of years ago. We bet Tampa, and that was really fun in Jalen Hurts' first playoff start. Yeah, uh, my first thought was like, I, I kind of can't believe the total is this low in this game. Uh, the Eagles are statistically the worst defense in the playoffs. All 14. They're just, they're the worst. It's not even close. They're actually, they're actually close to being the worst defense in the league right now by a lot of measurements. Um, you know, and you could, you throw in a bunch of really bad teams when you start to have that discussion. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm not saying the Bucks' offense is great, but like, we're going we're gonna to put up a 44 here. Really? Like, that's what the right answer is to this? That doesn't seem right to me at all. Because um, the other side is I expect the Eagles to be able to completely control the line of scrimmage again in this game, be able to run the ball like they did in the first meeting. So I just, I don't see, like, struggle from a scoring standpoint. That doesn't mean the Eagles won't struggle. But I, I my first thought is just, like, I, I kind of like the over a lot uh, based on how the Eagles closed and how I think their offense can still play. Now, there are lots of injury. There's injury stuff all over the place here, which is important to know early in the week. Yes, Jalen Hurts is going to play. Also, his middle finger like doesn't function properly anymore, which is kind of problematic. Uh, Baker Mayfield came into that game against Carolina with hurt ribs. Then he hurt like six other things. And now he's got a bunch of stuff going into this game. So be interesting to see both players' statuses. Then you got the Eagles with a bunch of other kind of position player injuries too. But like both quarterbacks are not 100%. So like if you're like, well, why is the total this low? Maybe that's part of it. I still like the, like both guys start. I like the over. Um, and then this is a game where, like the ratings for each team are going to make it like pick or bucks as a favorite. And it's not. And that's like the most, that's what makes it the most interesting market. We can do a little more after. The oh. Yeah. We'll give you more on this game on the other side. We'll reiterate our bets for the national championship game and give you our bets for tonight in the NBA and the NHL. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet presented by bet MGM <laughs> on the bet QL network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, some thank yous before we close the show with handicaps for the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Uh, we'll reiterate our bets for the national championship game, and then we'll give you our bets for tonight in the NBA and the NHL. We had four great guests on the show. We appreciate all of them. Eric Eager, Will Brinson, Drew Densick, and Jason Sobel. Our executive producer is Alex Fasano. Our technical director, Tyler Morales. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan. And our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown, Mike Brown. Coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza known to you and yours as BetMGM tonight. The, uh, the crew will obviously be live sweating and live betting. The national championship game tonight. Great time to check out the show. BetMGM tonight following us 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern here on the BetQL Network. Uh, just as a reminder to everybody, um, Ken and I are off tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll be working Saturday and Sunday morning, bringing you shows uh, for Wildcard Saturday and Wildcard Sunday. So the show will be handled for the next two days, and this is pretty exciting. Live from our D.C. studios, uh, P.J. Glasser and Ryan Horvat will be hosting the next couple days. Ryan normally on BetMGM tonight. So really cool that Ryan will be uh, filling in on You Better You Bet for us, along with P.J. Glasser. The show's going to be awesome. So even though Ken and I will not be here, be sure to check it out. P.J. and Ryan, Tuesday and Wednesday before Ken and I return to the show for Thursday, Friday, and then, of course, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, all right, Jake, bring the music back up here, please, and let's continue talking the Eagles and the Bucks. Ken, do you uh, do you anticipate yourself placing a bet on over 44? Um, it it kind of sounds like you think the market might move here and go up a little bit, or is this injury-dependent? Um, and again, like Ken brought up, 
Hertz and Mayfield both likely to play, but probably not 100%. It looks like the Eagles will have Devontae Smith for this game. And it sounds like A.J. Brown's going to be good also, but we'll find out more, obviously, coming up on Wednesday and Thursday. And I guess I'm Friday also, it since to... it's a Monday game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait it out just a little bit, um, just to make sure, like, like, is Mayfield, like, really, like, really okay? Like, just uh, the, both these quarterback injuries are a little, not that the guy's going to miss the game, just like, I don't want to bet an over, and then it's like, hey, you know, Baker Mayfield can't move. Oh, okay. Uh, seems notable. So, I just, you know, but my first thought is I, I like the over, like, kind of in this range, and and uh, we'll probably bet it later in the week. In terms of the side, I, we went to break, and I, I mentioned that uh, this is a game where, like, the sort of the power rating will have it very close or even have Tampa favored. Like, Tampa has been, quote, like, the better team from, like, a rating standpoint this year. But, uh, but like, the Eagles are favored in the game, and the game's on the road. And might be like, oh, well, like, so, you know, the market's overrating the Eagles. My kind of opinion of this game, it's a little subjective because, like, I, I guess, like, I can't prove this. But I kind of can. Uh, the Eagles are one of the worst teams in the playoff field. There's no question about that. Uh, they just happen to have drawn the absolute worst team in the playoff field. That's the only difference. So if they drew one of the other 12 teams, uh, I would probably not like them in a market that existed like this. Uh, they've drawn the worst team, uh, and they've drawn Todd Bowles in a playoff game where he has to win to cover the number. Did we all forget that? Like, did we all forget that part of the coin? I don't understand that... that like, Eric is a very smart person, and I'm not saying he's wrong when he's like, I think Philly's dead. He could be right. He could definitely be. Did anybody watch the Giants game? Of course he could be Well, right. I think, I'm just but saying. But we think that, right? Like, like maybe right. after this week. Yeah. Like, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're probably not going to win next week. But I think they're going to win this game. <laughs> but I think, that, like, I, I just, it's totally different. This is barely a playoff game. Like, Tampa's not it, guys. Like, I, I think the Eagles are done, too. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. I think there's a 0% chance they win the Super Bowl this year. Like, as close to zero as you can get while still acknowledging that random things happen. But this isn't it. Like, this is this is not it. And, uh, and yeah, I expect them to have a lot of success running the ball. They controlled the line of scrimmage in the first meeting. Mayfield is playing with a number of injuries against a good pass rush. Like, I think Tampa can score enough because the Eagles just can't stop anybody consistently. But, like, this is, uh, this is I think, a pretty strong advantage for Philadelphia. So, look, like, I get why the number is what it is. You could argue it could be even less because of, like, the agreed-upon difference between the teams. But in this exact game, I'll just say Philly plays better than the rating. And then they'll, whatever, go to San Francisco or go to Dallas, and they'll get railroaded, and it'll be no big deal. I'll tell you what. They go to Dallas. I think that would be really interesting. Uh, San yeah. Francisco, I think. With they the Cowboys playoff match. history? Yes. How that, how that sets up? Yeah, exactly. And I'll That's, tell you what. It would be an interesting point spread, too, because Dallas was, would be a big number in that game. Yeah. I was just I was going to say just going to say the exact same thing what an interesting handicap that would be on so on I, paper by the way just like on paper dallas philly is like nine seven? and a half on paper yeah no yeah, wow yeah well how philly's rate like i just want people to understand phil we did net touchdowns last week on the show like how many touchdowns do you score versus how many you allow super bowl winner it's frequently like plus 30 plus 28 plus whatever the eagles are negative two negative all of their ratings are below average. They're the worst defensive team maybe in the entire league. So, like, yeah, I'm going to say that. you would be like, well, it's never going to be the number. Be like, cool, man. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be nine and a half. Just, like, think about how the Eagles are viewed. Like, they're, they're, 
<laughs> they're, they're like Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles and the market's like, well, we don't know who's going to win. <laughs> it's like, I just like, that's where, that's where we're at with Philly right now. Uh, I think it's a buy, but just for one week. Uh, Tampa's point differential this season, plus 23. Right. Eagles point team. differential this season, yeah. plus five. Like, think about the conference, like, all the discourse about the Vikings last year. And everyone, like, knew the Vikings were bad. The Giants got bet heavily ahead of them. The Giants beat them. I, the, yep. They're kind of looking at the same thing here with the Eagles. Now, with that being said, um, last night, I last night, I bet. Uh, I bet the Eagles with the anticipation that I think this point spread is going to close three. That can change, obviously, with injuries over the course of the week. Um, I would never bet Tampa at anything, like, at any point spread like this. I would need three and a half to bet the Bucks. So, like, if we get to Sunday and the point spread's going to be Philly two and a half juice, like, I'll probably bet more on the Eagles. So, I think you and I are, like, in lockstep here. Eagles in this game and then, like, never win. I guess they could beat Dallas, but, like, it's slaughtered by so, the Niners. They could cover a lot of numbers, though. Like, that that'd be a, it could be an offensive shootout kind of a game. What do I think the number will actually be if they play Dallas? Seven. Probably. Seven. Agreed. That'd be my yep. guess. Yeah. And, and uh, like, they could cover that bet... number for sure. Yeah. I think I'd bet Dallas. But like the, like the Eagles ceiling in this postseason, like what is their absolute apex? Lose in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, it's probably, well, like I guess like the Rams beat the Niners and then the Eagles could go to the Super Bowl again and lose. And get, um, and get I, slammed. I'll say, like, go to the Super Bowl and lose. It's a really small percentage of the time. So I don't mean, like, they're terrible, like, they can't win any games. Just, like, there are a hand. I think there are just, like, a handful of teams that can actually win the Super Bowl. It's basically, like, both one seeds, both two seeds, and if everything broke right, can't, like, Kansas City's the wacky team. Like, that's, like, that's the wacky team, and it's the ones or the twos besides them. So just to uh, just to put a bow on this for now, and we'll get back to all of this, obviously, on Thursday when we return to the show. Browns and Texans, I think you and I are on the same page, both like Cleveland at a number below three. Chiefs yeah. and Dolphins, I mean, maybe, maybe nothing. I, honestly, if the point spread goes up, like, I guess I would I consider the Dolphins? I don't know. Well, just, like, nothing it's in worth that noting, game for right now. Just, yeah, just like, I'll be really fast, though. I know we're up against it. Just... You know, it's worth keeping in mind when information and perception of a game, not injuries, like when information and perception keeps pushing a market out in a direction, that usually can be a really good time to play the opposite side. So it's not like I'm not, I, I know we clipped off a video earlier. I am not advocating to bet the Chiefs right now. Just like the way the game sets up, I can't find a way to bet Miami right now and feel anything like good about it. So like that doesn't mean on Thursday I won't show up and be like, I figured it out. I think I know how Miami can win the game. We could we could have that conversation. Just like it's important to be like, we're all, I think everyone's like, how is Miami ever going to win? If that gets put into the market and get bet, and it gets bet out a lot, that can be like really a good opportunity sometimes. It just hasn't happened yet. Four and a half. I'd bet Miami plus four. Yeah, like let's just see where it goes. Let's just like, yep. let's see who's out beyond what McDaniel announced today. And let's like see where it goes. I'm I'm dying to bet the Dolphins in the game. I just need a number that I feel comfortable doing it now with all these injuries. Parker over field uh, goals. It's locking out right yeah, now. Well, yeah. Imagine having the, the ball's going to be like an anvil in that game with how cold yeah. it's going to be. Um, Bills and the Steelers, Ken, it sounds like you're Buffalo or nothing. And I think yeah. depending on wind, I might be Steelers or nothing. So I think we may be oppo on that game depending on the weather. I might be the Cowboys over and... too. I think the Bills are going to, I literally think the Bills are going to win like 42-8. 
or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's a pretty strong take. So uh, yeah. we'll talk more about this game on Thursday when we know more about the weather. Cowboys and Packers. Uh, I would like Dallas at seven. Seven and a half is just teased Dallas. Ken likes the over in the game. I want to think more about it. We're both going to be on the Rams. And uh, I think both of us may end up being on the Eagles. And you like the over in that game. And I want to reserve the right to think about it. So I think we're yeah. only oppo on one thing right now. And it's Steelers and Bills. And I need like a certain set of circumstances to bet Pittsburgh potentially. And we're not there yet. So maybe we'll be there at some point over the course of the week. Okay. Uh, and that does it for uh, P squared, B squared on this Monday. We'll get back to all the games on Thursday. I said we'd reiterate the national championship bets. We really don't have time for it. Uh, I we want, We're want rooting for Michigan to win for Ken's bets and for the bets of our listeners and viewers. Washington with the points for me and Tyler. We all like the over in the game. Uh, Ken's on the Blake Corum rushing yards over. Tyler, give us your props really quickly, and then we'll uh, we'll give you our NBA and hockey bets to close. Every Penix over you can find. Roman Wilson over 47 and a half yards. Jeremy Bernard, the big O, Alex Orgy, 10 to 1, and Samaje Morgan, 7 to 1. Anytime touchdowns. Gonna, Alex is going to show you his O face. Oh, oh, and go over his doubles. Is the, does the O stand for, for Michigan? <laughs> Things go right. He might just be scoring a touchdown. Oh, you know like, what I'm talking about. The, oh. the, the, does the O stand for like orgy or over in this instance? That I'm not really sure. All, but, yeah. uh, we don't need to. Uh, I guess we don't need any music here. Uh, Ken, give us your bets for tonight in NBA. <laughs> the music we're going to play is us leaving. That's the that's the music we're going to do. Uh, in hockey, just one bet for me tonight. Uh, and it's not like my favorite. It's just, it's a really, really kind of dry board, I think, to make good bets. Uh, I like the Canucks just at the price. Much more of a coin flip game, I think, against the Rangers with how both teams are playing right now. Uh, and in the NBA, uh, I like Miami. Uh, they're laying four at home against Houston. And with the injury report we have right now, I think the Suns are extremely alive to beat the Clippers, plus five and a half, and I like them on the money line. All right, so those are Ken's bets for tonight. For me in hockey, I'll have a bet on the Canucks Rangers game. I'll bet the under tonight with Demko and Shesterkin going to start. And, like, I know the recent form has not necessarily been terrific. I feel like a huge game with two really good teams. I'm expecting the goalies to show up and show out tonight. Under, 6.5 with the Rangers and the Canucks. And I'll lay the 11.5 with the Thunder on the road at the Washington Wizards. OKC's been great in this spot as a huge favorite. I think the Thunder take out some frustration on the Wiz tonight and lay the big number. All right, we are off for the next couple of days. Ryan and PJ are in. And enjoy a couple days off. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Yeah, sounds good. Good luck. Good luck, Michigan. Please, please do this. Please. All righty. So let's go Michigan tonight to win. Washington to cover the spread. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Until then, minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.